Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Beats. I am your host, Kelly Kennedy, and I am very fortunate to be able to share my tribe as I travel across the globe and meet incredible scientists and doctors and all sorts of practitioners and continue to expand that tribe to help engage and encourage and empower you to learn how your body really works. Because what we know from our heart to yours is that you have all the innate wisdom inside you to heal and that our job is naturally oriented therapists, medically enlightened doctors and specialists available here at Not Meds Global. The Beats podcast is about helping you understand that you have that power inside and what you need to do to help engage it, to constantly upregulate your ecosystem. Thank you so much for being part of our community. If this resonates with you, please go ahead and share this episode. We are always open to your comments and your questions as always. And welcome back to this week's episode of The Beats. Welcome back to the Beats with Kelly Kennedy, and I am so excited and honored to share with you one of my very newest, bestest, bestest, that's a good word I just made up, my bestest friends, Alexis Saludos. I've had to, you know, it's funny, I've known Alexis now for about six months and got to spend some time with her, but I had to practice how to say her last name for some time because everybody knows how I am with that. But I really am excited to bring Alexis on. She not only is an incredible practitioner and a great heart-centered person. But what she's teaching people, I find, is one of the most valuable things that we have. Much like the lymphatic system is really known about in medicine, um, really the chakra system and the innate intelligence is, is what Alexis beautiful company that she runs called Chakrity, and it is available here now, but I really want to bring her on and let her share her wisdom with you and her heart and all the great things that she has to offer. And I truly feel blessed because, um, oh, I don't like blessed. She doesn't like the word blessed. We don't feel <laughs> blessed. We're grateful. We're very grateful because Dr. Christine Schaffner, uh, introduced me to Alexis and I was blown away when she did a presentation. And then we got the great gift of spending five days together in Scottsdale. And uh, I can see why her and Dr. Christine Schaffner have been friends for well over 20 years. So thank you so much for joining us today, Alexis. So glad to be with you. I am so happy to be here, Kelly. And I, I feel the same way. I feel like you are one of my fast bestest uh, double Aquarian sisters. And here we are to just connect and share inspiration and information. And I'm so happy to be here with you and your community. So thanks for having me. Of course. So let's get to it because she's a single mom this week and has a lot of tasks to do. I'm sure of that. Um, So I really want to go really simple. I want to really help the audience understand chakras as though they've never heard the word before, because with bioregulatory approach, we talk about the innate intelligence and the meridians, but we don't really, Ian does a lot, but I don't talk a lot about the chakras. And so why don't you just start from the get-go if you would? Okay, absolutely. And uh, this is what all of my work has really evolved from is from the foundation of the chakra system and the seven chakras or the seven main energy centers are the bridge that connect the physical body with the energetic bodies. And so while my background's in nutrition and I never saw myself working with pendulums and chakras, it does make sense to me now (laughs) because the chakras are that point that helps us access so much information and gain insight into what's happening with the physical body to support the healing process and also to gain insight around what's happening within the energy. So, so I, you have a master's in nutrition. It's funny because we, we always forget to mention that she has a master's in nutrition from Bestier, which is where she met Dr. Schaffner. And, but you really like, how did you go from nutrition, which we found that a little thing about Dr. Schaffner. She's, she likes to cook raw food, cook raw food. I'm so excited about the next time I'm with her, but how did you jump from nutrition to chakra? And then let's go more into the chakra. Sorry to sidetrack, but I think that's important for us to know. 
Yes, definitely. So yes, background in nutrition, I worked in as a personal trainer. So the physical body supporting the physical body has always been an interest of mine. And I also was always seeking more. I wanted to connect with with those things that were beyond the physical, because I could see right away in recommending meal plans and going through nutritional intakes that there was so much more to what was hindering uh, each person from really embracing their potential and vibrant health. And so like just a curious and um, passionate learner, I started to find ways that I could educate myself around energy. And it wasn't until I was just applying out of curiosity pendulum over people's energy field in my nutrition practice that I discovered the pendulum was moving in four specific ways and it was happening over specific parts of the body. And that's when I realized that it was the chakras that the pendulum was responding to. And it was showing me how the energy was moving within these energy centers and that is where this entire teaching came through. So the Chakrati teaching in itself is an original teaching. It's something that I communicate, um, uh, an energy field I communicate with. And I always refer to it as coming through the ether into form because it really did just come through the ether and, and has been evolving rapidly ever since. So everything is rooted in this foundational chakra assessment. So for those who don't know what a pendulum is, I'm guaranteeing oh, yeah. one on your body right now. Oh, look at that. I knew it. I, I knew have one it. of my big ones yes. too. It's, How did you know I was wearing it? Um, and so sh this is a way to muscle test. It's another way to look at the, the field around us. Like Ayn and I use a lot of muscle testing. Some of you have seen the crystals. If you're here physically in our office and you've seen that, but the pendulum is a way to access the energy of the body essentially. And what you're saying is that as you were holding that over people, so you had a standard nutritional practice, well, standard bioregulatory nutritional practice, yes. not like, yeah food pyramid not just any old nutrition practice no i was doing muscle testing and then i just started working with this specific pendulum that i was gifted and, and not just any pendulum it was a special pendulum and then yeah. you noticed that it was moving over different specific areas of the body and it was kind of duplicatable or replicatable yes yes so that sent and her aquarian science brain a working you know that that just, it made me go wild. And so it started to help me bring together the intuitive impressions that I was getting and what I was sensing, and then started to um, show me different language around that. So there are four presentations that I work with, contracted, chaotic, open, and expansive. And that alone within a chakra assessment can provide so much information to create a starting point to create a dialogue and to help access based on what the body is showing as a priority, a place to further investigate. And because all of my work is focused on guiding people back to themselves, that's what the essence of this work is, is to guide people back to themselves because all of that information and infinite access to healing is within. And we're so focused on the external, we're, we're so focused on being in this reactionary state where we base all of our decisions off of the outside. And that's the way that we've been trained and conditioned to operate and to turn our power and authority over to others and to need to be provided with the information to you know, navigate our lives. And this, this work and what I feel I'm really here to do during this time is to to help people connect with all of that intelligence within themselves because we all have that inner guidance built into our system and into our physical body. So two things I want to unpack, but I got to get a pen because you're saying things that are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. So, Write it down. So the first is that you know, from a nutritional perspective, as you're working with people, what you started to notice was like a lot of our clients too. And a lot of people I've been able to engage with through our community, they might know the right things to eat. 
they, but they don't necessarily do it. They need somebody to be accountable to. And then even when they have somebody accountable to, they still don't do it. And so that's maybe one of the things that happened for you. I'm imagining as you went, well, there's a lot more going on here than just, you know, eat fats and protein and little vegetables and continue to move on your life and eat whole food without labels. Like it's not really that complicated, but why aren't they doing that? What are the forces? And then when you started to assess it, you had four, cause you, you talk as fast as I do. So I'm sure our community is like, are they kidding us? So we're going to talk a little slower and we're going to, okay. um, because it's a lot of Chuck, like you're packed of information. So the four ways you assess each one of these psych, each one of these, um, areas was say it again, expansive, closed, open, contracted, contracted. contracted. So then the energy source is closed up or contracted. Okay. It's contracted. So that means that the energy is having a hard time moving. It's, it can be, um, more stuck and stagnant or congested and then chaotic. There's movement in the energy, but it's all over the place. And chaotic is actually one of the more uncomfortable presentations to experience because it's how anxiety presents. It's how, all of that discomfort when you are, whatever the situation or circumstances or whatever you're going through in your physical body, chaotic can uh, present when you're in pain or just when you're in that very uncomfortable stage. Okay. So contracted chaotic, what Mm -hmm. are the next two? And then open. Open. So open, there's a gentle openness, energy is moving and everything's feeling pretty good and then expansive, which would be more of that optimal state. So really harnessing your potential within that energy center and there's more of a magnetic quality to it. So like when we were together for those five days and we were expanding our energy fields, like yeah, I mean, we felt all around. We all felt so magical, right? Like it was just incredible to be around like-minded individuals that really know how to harness energy and create and magnify. And it was so surreal. So every day felt like it was a week and there were so many great things that happened because we were all every morning working on opening our chakras and then allowing them to expand every day with our intentions. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then have that reinforced collectively, because as we know, we're doing that individual work and we're, we're consciously creating our reality through our individual intentions and work. And then to come together in the collective and have that reinforced is just like exponential magnetic energy that just... (laughs) explodes out into the realm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. Now go back, if you would, Alexis, to the chakras and like naming them, identifying each one. I mean, I've heard that there are seven and there's 12 and there's 144. So can you talk about that as well? So we definitely will not start with 144. We'll start with the seven main energy centers. And so the reason why working with the chakras is so important is because the energy within these large centers is fluid and it's always fluctuating. So as I mentioned before, it's the bridge between the physical and the energetic, and they are the bridge between the seen and the unseen. And the chakras communicate how we relate to both our internal and our external environment. So you can see how gathering insight from these centers would be very helpful and supportive of the healing process. And then, so this is an access point for physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual insight. And the energy centers are also, they house the organ energies and the organ energies being different from the chakra energies in that they're more fixed and connected with unresolved emotion. So they're also from the perspective of the Chakrati framework, each energy center is connected with specific intuitive information. So each chakra is intuitive and there's a specific type of intuition that we can connect with at each center. I know I'm talking fast, but hey, we're, we're on the same wavelength. So just if I need to, I'll bring it back. 
So the, the energy centers can help us organize and place and create a context to, to really understand our intuition, because if we are just connecting with intuition or energy from this really vague place of, oh, well, you know, I, I, there's something going on that feels off. If you can really dial it in and connect it into a specific part of your body, a specific sensation or impression, it's much less likely that you will override that information because you're clear about what it's communicating to you and how. So let's use an example and bring that into more tangible understanding for people, if you would. So let's, can you give an example of what that would be like as you take a little bit of tea and I take a little bit of chakrity? Yeah. (laughs) My intuition work is called tangible intuition. Oh, that's fabulous. So, so with tangible intuition, so let's get specific. So the solar plexus, and I'm going to take you through a journey of the chakras, which is located at the stomach. This energy center is what we could connect all gut feelings to. So if you are somebody that gets a lot of information through the solar plexus, you likely experience the world through the gut. You can sense the energy in your environment. You can sense, you, you get a lot of those more gut connected feelings. So like somebody that like might feel nauseous or somebody that might feel fluttery butterflies in their stomach and maybe Mm -hmm. don't understand why, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes sensations associated with that specific part of the body can then be connected in with that chakra. And so it's very helpful when you are starting to develop your intuitive abilities that you can begin to place these things. Because the thing about intuition is everybody's intuitive and it's actually something that we have experienced every day of our entire life. So it's pretty incredible when you can tap into the wealth of that information within you. It's just a matter of learning the language of your intuition to begin to really connect with what has been happening all along. And that unfortunately is not something that most of us grow up with. We it's are skill- trained in the opposite way. Right. It's a skill set because we've been trained to listen to our minds and study hard and to learn things in the mental, you know, frontal lobe, 10%, as we've talked about in our world, that only 10% of our bodies are conscious and Mm -hmm. 90% of them, we call it super conscious. You know, Mm -hmm. it's when you walk in a room and you know exactly who to talk to and who not to talk to for whatever reason, you don't know it. You just know it. Right. And that's what we're talking about. And some people experience that as, acid reflux or as butterflies in stomach or nausea, or I feel like I'm going to throw up or whatever, or as other people might experience it as, as what, if they had a different chakra that was more. Yeah, it could be. So it could be maybe something in the throat. Maybe you can't speak clearly when you're in communication with someone that can be giving you feedback about what's going on there. So one thing that I'll say that might help in just connecting with intuition overall is that your physical body, your energy, your energy centers are able to show you resonance and dissonance. And so there's a spectrum within, within that range of intuitive information where maybe it's coming through in a really subtle way. And those are the things that we tend to override because we can't quite place why, what is that feeling that I have or that sense that I have? I can't quite place it, but looking back, we tend to be able to say, okay, yeah, something was off there, but I didn't listen because I didn't, it it wasn't loud enough. The things that are really calling your attention, like alarm bells tend to be things that we listen to, like a screaming voice that comes through in your head or, you know, something that makes you feel so sick that you can't do it. Those are intuitive impressions that are more pronounced that we are likely to honor more, but the, there is a spectrum and we can look at that spectrum across each of the energy centers. And there are so many different ways in which intuition speaks. And I'm going to take you through exactly that. Okay. 
I, I do have one more question to Kenny. Yeah, answer. of course. So how does this relate to blood flow? Like, you know, for those skeptics, because, you know, I was one of them, right? When I first started this and Ian said to me, oh, is energy cool, huh? I was like, what the mm -hmm, is energy? Because I don't know what you're talking about. And mm -hmm. it took me a long time to understand the science of energy medicine, right? And I want people that on the listening audience to really understand how that relates to our physical bodies and to blood flow and to things that, like you say, are tangible, that are in the mainstream understanding to help them connect these, this bridge to connect this bridge, haha, that she calls from the chakra is a bridge from the physical to the vibrational, right? Because we're, but if you could explain that in your terms, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you can hold intuition across all of the body systems. I think you could hold it across, um, well, it's connected indirectly with the endocrine system because each there's a gland associated with each of the chakras. So the adrenals being connected with the root and I'll go through all of those. Um, so with regards to circulation, anything that's going to, whenever you're in a state and relaxed, that is going to be more of an intuitively aligned state. When we come across something that doesn't resonate, that will create more of that contracted energy or that chaotic energy. So that could manifest as a lack of blood flow or that could manifest as heart palpitations. Um, it can ma manifest in so many different ways. And so I find it tangible to connect with specific sensations, but we can look at how those different sensations then line up with various systems of the body. So if, yeah, so if somebody is feeling something and they can't quite put their finger on what it is, know that that is going to affect the physical body in some way, shape or form. And mm -hmm. as you investigate that as a biological investigator, as you investigate that more, you can start to see these very succinct links that made yes. you understand and create this forum that you call chakrity and intuition healing to allow people to make these connections mm -hmm. so that they can work on the vibrational side to affect the physical. Because yes. what we have been trained, as you so well put, is to work on the physical and not understand even the vibrational. And what we work to do so hard at not meds, what we spend time doing is educating about how that emotional and physical can affect the physical, the emotional vibration rather can affect the physical and the physical can affect the emotional and vibrational. And you've got to work both sides all the time. You got to spend time yes. and awareness on both sides. No work. Everything's work. Everything's love and, and joy. When I no say, work. when I say work, I, 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 the way that I connect with work is joy, passion, inspiration, and never, it doesn't feel like a drag. Right. Right. I just, that's I one of those working. words that I've recently come in contact with been like, you know, we've, we're training everybody. Yeah. Everything's got to be work. Everything's by hard rather than it's love and right. joy and ease and all that. Okay. Right. So if anybody has questions about that, I want to know, I want to under, I want to know that you guys are getting this. And so if you are listening to this, please comment what you understand about the physical and the emotional connection and how the chakras and the intuition are the bridge to get us to be aware of both sides of that and their connection. Because if we need to, maybe Alexis and I can do a little masterclass for everybody and get like a, a like three or five hours where we really delve into this a little deeper, because I, I just, I think this is so powerful what you know, and to help people really understand it at the depth that you know it. Well, not that, you. not that they're going to do that in three and five hours, but they're going to be able to have well, a, a better understanding in three to five hours. I, I love to do high intensity, deep immersion, like experiences. I best, I bet nobody could guess that just based on this information, but there's so much, there's so much to uncover. And the truth is that we are so powerful. We are these incredible creator beings and we just haven't learned or so we're all in different stages of our own learning and what is surfacing and how things are being revealed. Um, but we have so 
much within us. Everything is within us. And so this work work helps to provide keys to unlock that knowing within. So these are just keys to unlock the wisdom that is within you. And everybody has access to this at all times. And so as you start to connect more and more with this ability to be a walking, breathing truth detector, discerning resonance from dissonance at each point in your life, decisions become much easier. Maybe things that feel like, well, that's, that's a hard decision to make, but I'm very clear that this is what feels aligned in this moment. So connecting with your intuition is everything and really developing it into a refined skill where you have strong discernment supports every aspect of your life and think, it empowers you. I think about like a dog that's trained to sniff out a lead for some reason yeah. when you said that. And it's, it's really what that this is. It's training our senses mm -hmm. to give us all the information that our brain can maybe not, isn't trained, isn't learned how to qualify that. Mm -hmm. And what you're teaching people to do is become that trained sniffing dog to go, oh, now I know what all those senses are telling me. Yeah. And from there now I can make a much more clear decision. And I don't need to depend on anybody outside of me to tell me what's going on because it's very clear what's happening. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. And awesome. so it all supports your individual direct connection to to source and it reinforces that so that you are clear within yourself uh around everything really and just and and there are so many different elements to this and practicing trust and developing confidence in your abilities but really it all begins with the inquiry and the curiosity and the desire to connect and to as you say investigate I feel like I am an energy detective. And so I'm always looking for clues and I'm always, I, I'm interested in opening up my mind. And so I want to peel back as many layers as possible to go in and explore and observe patterns and connect dots. And I find that to be some of the most exciting work that I do. Work. Awesome. Work. Oh, work, work, it, baby. We're gonna explore. We're gonna explore so, work. Okay. Yeah. So explore the work that you do. Okay. Shockers. Let's go. Okay. Let's do this. Are you ready? Are you ready, people, for an all immersive experience through the chakras, beginning at the root? Okay. So the root chakra. So this energy center. This is the foundation. This is our connection to the physical body, to the earth. And it's located at the base of the spine. Every chakra has a connection to a point within the endocrine system. So the adrenals are connected with the root. And this energy center, the way that I perceive it is one of the primary energies associated with the root chakra is grounding. So this is where we want to learn how to be in the physical body. And we must bring our energy into the physical body in order to heal. That is huge. This is also connected with generational imprinting and trauma, and it is the point of elimination and release. So with each of these, and I'm just gonna briefly cover how the root chakra is connected with intuition, how each of the energy centers are. I will talk quickly, Kelly. So you just let me know if it's too much. <laughs> it's so fun. So. If you are root chakra dominant, and dominant is a term I use just to communicate an area of natural strength. So if you are root chakra dominant, that means that you have an ability to sense energy through the root chakra. So this is the lens in which you might be primarily experiencing the world. And because this energy center is connected in with physical sensation and the physical body, it may be easier for you to ground down into the earth than connect up. And this also is an area where a lot of people may experience other people's physical pain. So if you've ever known a body worker or an energy 
uh, healer who is able to sense where pain is in the body, this is what I would term more root chakra intuition. So you're dialed into sensation as the leading indicator of intuitive knowing. Physical sensation, right? Physical sensation, yes. So one of the things you said there was um, you must come into your physical body, right? Mm-hmm. And so why would you not be in your physical body? Like I, just as a skeptic listening to this going, well, Alexis, what are you talking about? I'm yeah. here. Listen let, me, let me bring it home for everybody. I'm so physically is, in my body. This is the easiest way to, to connect with that concept. So ask yourself, where is your energy? And this is, this can be a huge, huge opener for connecting with your own energetic awareness. Are you projecting forward? Is your energy primarily in front of you? Are you stuck in your head? and all of your energy is just going round and round in thought loops? Are you hovering above yourself? And maybe you have that sensation like you're looking down or you feel like you're totally disconnected from your body. One of the reasons you may experience being out of your body, and let's just think about some of the sayings, you know, oh, I'm, and my head's in the clouds, Um, you know, whatever it is, it can communicate some of these relationships, but, physical pain, emotional pain or trauma. So when you're grounded, when you're in your physical body, you have the awareness that you are consciously connected and in here. So that may translate as feeling your feet touching the ground or feeling relaxed, like you can breathe easily. There are lots of different ways that we can connect with that. But I always find it easier to connect with the things that are more of the imbalanced states or the things that create discomfort. Those are the ways in which we can then bring our awareness into shifting into the states that are more harmonized and balanced. We have to notice the things that take us out of our body or away from our center. So I'm thinking about what happened to me in my car accident that... I have struggled for years with grounding um, and being um, because often like Ayn helped me get out of pain by doing energy work. And then when he made me sit still and be quiet at a Zen monastery, all of my pain came back and I was pissed. Oh yeah. Because I wasn't in my physical body. I was up in the clouds. I was, was up in my head, was always thinking about the future, thinking about how I could change medicine, help other people, this information. And he, his lesson was really like, you're not really done healing because you're not grounded in this. And so go sit in the room and be. And when he finally forced me to do that through his Zen monastery, all my pain came back Mm -hmm. and I had to learn very quickly because it didn't take me long to be here and look at what that pain was about, what it was teaching me, what it was telling me so that I could move through it and, and overcome it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know a lot of people deal with chronic physical pain and mm-hmm. it's not easy to go through and it does make you disconnect from your body. And so many people, when I was living that way, were like, they would call me up and they'd be like, how are you? How's your back? How are you? How's your back? Like my back was this separate entity and it really started me to, I think, disconnect from that was like, yeah, I'm fine, but my back is in pain. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to like bring those two together. Like, first of all, I am all of it. Right. I am not my physical body. I'm not my mind. I'll say that yet at the same time, my experience right now is that, and Mm -hmm. this is the house that I'm living in. So mm-hmm. it's important. I'm holding this to ground myself. Oh, we're talking. Okay. <laughs> holding it. <laughs> so okay, I, actually, I brought a fun one. I don't know if you can see what that is, but in, in your honor, it's spirit courts. Oh, I guess you can show you some. Oh, wow. Look at that one. That's so beautiful. I love, I love the spirit courts. Oh, I'm really psyched about spirit courts right now too. So, okay. Root chakra check. Root. Okay. So I know we've got a lot to cover here. So the sacral chakra. So this is the pelvic region, the, the womb it's connected with the reproductive organs. And it is also from my perspective, very deeply connected with boundaries 
and then emotional flow, fluidity, creativity, relationships, and space. So this energy center is one that surfaces a lot in relationship to trauma. And if you are connecting with sacral chakra intuition as a point of just strong intuition, then you may be really dialed into emotion and the energetic boundaries, meaning that if you can shifts in these two things very easily, then this might be something or one way that your intuition is speaking. So this, this energy center speaks through the language of those energies that it governs, if that's helpful to clarify. So connections around emotion, connections around boundaries and space. If you're able to easily discern shifts in those things, then this energy center might be a great access point to further develop intuitively. So it's from my, from my perspective, this is one of the more rare dominant energy centers, but I do work with practitioners and clients who who connect with that energy center is that primary place of experiencing the world through. I'm imagining yeah. Katie is probably yes. um, sacral, sacral chakra. chakra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that interesting? And so the areas that we tend to specialize in can be connected with that more dominant intuitive part of ourselves. And we are all intuitive across the energy centers but just as we all have natural strengths, we all have an area that can be more dominant. It's awesome. I think so for me anyway, I think this is making, now that we've built the foundation, it's easier to get through them because I think people are yeah. connecting. It feels like, even though they're not listening to it live, it feels like they're going to connect with this very well. We can sense that you're all connecting with this. Yes. We're, we're, we're sensing the future. Pros. <laughs> of what's happening because we're both double Aquarians. So we got that. And I'm sure yeah, that they're got it. People going, what happened to God? Why is it talking about God? We'll get there, but go ahead. Yes. Yes. So the solar plexus, this is one of my areas of specialty. And this is a very, um, for, for those, for those people that are attracted to the chakrity work, they, tend to be very dominant around this solar plexus energy. So let's talk about that. So the solar plexus is located at the stomach and the pancreas is that point of connection to the endocrine system. So the solar plexus is all about the center. It's all about discerning self from other, learning how to discern you as an individual from the collective. And it is very much a sensitive energy center where we can pick up on energy outside of ourselves. And so this can be a major challenge for people because they have this ability to effortlessly sense the energies around them and other people and in their environments. And the tendency then is to take that on and internalize it as their own. So if you do not have the awareness that you are doing this, it can really land you in a challenging place. It can be a huge point of connection energetically for those who are experiencing a chronic illness because there is so much that can be unpacked and unlocked through this energy center. So if you are solar plexus dominant, then you experience the world through the gut. So all of those gut sensations, that's a point of really strong information for you. And this can feel like a vulnerability and a pain and debilitating. And then of course, it also holds the potential to be that place of insight and to empower you. And so you really want to become aware of this, basically, if you are dominant at the solar plexus, because you're, you're likely taking on other people's stuff all of the time. And the work that you do and teach is to help people, practitioners, clients alike to ground all of these chakras, if you will, or, or mm -hmm. open them mm -hmm. and be aware of them so that you are deciding what you're taking on versus having it be just happen without your awareness. <laughs> so this is the way that so many of our clients are like, well, I don't know how to protect myself from every, so many of our clients are empaths. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. like, 
it, it's like literally what happens. Like I and I are like, oh, here's another one that feels everything that everybody does. And here's another one at our office that works here that feels everything that everybody goes through. And this is awesome. This is, a, you have that sixth sense, if you will, and you have the ability to skill yourself to yeah. manage it, if you will, or womanage it, <laughs> um, to allow the body to um, give you that information without the ill effect Right. By not paying attention, it will force you to try to pay attention to. Exactly. Exactly. And this can manifest then at the gut level. So you can see all sorts of digestive issues. You can see the solar plexus houses a ton of organs. So you can see all sorts of relationships connected with that. It's a huge shift in perspective to even ask that question because asking the question of, is this mine? is this my individual energy automatically creates the space and the buffer to connect with that. And that awareness alone can be life-changing because we tend to just, again, we're not, we're not growing up with this information necessarily. We're not learning this. We're not being taught this. And so if you haven't learned that ability to discern on your own, then it can be something that you're doing that's impacting your physical health and you don't even know it. So this could be a game changer right here. It's just, is this mine? Two questions, right? The two life-changing questions that, no, they're just reiterating what you said. Where is my energy? Yes. And then the second one is, is it my energy? Yes. So remember that. And hopefully that's in the show notes because Alyssa's paying attention and she's going to put that in the show notes. Okay. Next. That's awesome. Okay, sweet. So you mentioned empaths. So I would associate the empathic energy with this energy center. And that is the heart. So the solar plexus is doing this. How am I separate? And then the heart is doing this. How am I connected? How am I one? And so the heart chakra is connected in with the thymus gland. It embodies love, compassion. It's the center point for the entire energy system. So we've all learned a lot about the magnetic field of the heart and how there is so much happening at this part of the body that is really creating this incredible potential and healing field for not only ourselves, but also those that we are coming into contact with. So it's really limitless and it's massive. And it's very exciting because this energy center holds the potential to heal through the power of unification. And I really feel right now that we are being asked to connect in with our own ability to generate energy from the heart and to unify. We want to be in a space of unification because we are so powerful individually and collectively. We are so, so powerful. So this is also a point though, where you can feel a lot from other people. So from the perspective of heart chakra intuition, when you are heart chakra dominant, this is going to be really important for your community, Kelly, I feel it is the you're leading from the heart. So you're seeking connection and you're seeking oneness between you and everything else, because you deeply care about the feelings of others and it's effortless for you to give from the space. The challenge, however, remains, uh, it is remaining centered in the heart. So really learning how to embrace the energy of compassion and stand clear and centered in the energy of compassion rather than nosediving into other people's energy as an empathetic reflex. So the difference energetically between compassion and empathy is huge because compassion, and this is all just from Chakrati perspective, compassion is centered in the heart expanding outwards. So we're able to create this very strong, big, container for ourselves to then stay centered in, and then also hold space in, in healing and a healing capacity for others. When we project forward from the heart center into empathy, we then can match up. So maybe let's say, we'll just use this kind of high, low frequency example. Um, let's say that you're in a really great space, you're high vibe in it. <laughs> I resist using that language, but I'm going to do it anyway for 
this example, high vibe in it here, come into contact with some low vibe and energy, you nosedive from empathy at the heart and suddenly you're matched up with this low frequency and it's much harder to bring yourself back. So you can be in the space of anything that tests you from a place of compassion where your heart centered and not leave your body, not project, not go into the other stuff that is going to be of lower frequency around you. And that is huge for all of the empaths life-changing again, just life-changing left and right over here, changing your life. Just listen to us. We got this. I'm really, and I'm not joking. And what I hate and want to do at the same time, I don't hate it, but I really, I don't want to rush. And I know that I have a, a schedule, you have a schedule to adhere to. And I'm very present to the fact that this is not done. So can I ask you if we can finish the last three Yes, of course. At like, and do part two, like maybe tomorrow yeah. and you and I can record it. And then we can make this a two part podcast. And in the interim, get some questions that we can maybe, you know, do some kind of, like we said, masterclass Q and A or something, because I really feel, and I'm not surprised by this Alexis, that you are bridging the gap between what I have for 70, I think we're up to 78 episodes or something we've recorded to get people to really make this connection because I started this podcast because it was inspired by my good friend, Heidi, who passed in January because she did not know about this medicine early enough that we lost her to cancer. Mm -hmm. And I really want to make this information available to everybody. And then what she decided that it should be about is that it's all about from my heart to everybody else's. To help them recognize that amazing power inside all of us that you're speaking so eloquently to and in such a level of understanding of bridging this gap from the physical to the non-physical and back and forth and how we can really um, help ourselves tune in to that, to allow us to be clear all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not surprised that my Aquarian double twin sister over there is double twin powers activate is the one that has helped us. And just at the, before we end this today, if that's okay with you, um, And please understand audience, it's only because I want to be respectful of her time and everybody else's time that I am responsible to in my throughout my day that this is obviously important information that we're going to get you to on this next episode. That being said, throughout your life, throughout your amazing journey that you continue on, the secret, if you could to what you've discovered to help people and help yourself. What is that secret, if you don't mind sharing? To really connect with this unlimited accessible intelligence that's within. And so to remember that you are whole and that this journey of connecting with and developing your intuition is a journey home. And it is a journey to reclaim, remember your wholeness to really activate who you truly are. And there's so much more. I feel that the heart is a great place to end. And especially in connection to your dear friend and everything that she has inspired you to really embrace and embody. I agree. And I I appreciate you on so many levels from my heart to yours, to everybody that's listening. I want you to 
take this information and realize that you can interchange the word source and energy with God, with innate intelligence, with God, because that is our inner wisdom and it is the true source. We all come from one. We all go back to one mm -hmm. and we do not judge your, your affinities for words mm -hmm. because we all just are talking about this incredible thing if you will, this it that gave us life, that is our life, that allows us to be regenerative and healing and ever evolving, changing beings. And I am so thankful that you came into my life and that I got to share Shakriti part one with everybody to be continued on the next episode of the beats. Thank you for I your I love you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you so I much. You. I love you. See you soon. See you soon. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us and spending your time here with us at The Beats with your host, Kelly Kennedy. And I know today more than ever before, you now know better how your body works. And at the very least, we hope we've helped you raise some questions and help you continue to investigate. We are here to help you naturally optimize a better version and vision of yourself on every single level. And after today, you can better engage your innate intelligence and allow for proper regulation and proper regeneration. Make sure to subscribe to never meet, miss a beat again. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or professional advice and care by your doctor or other qualified medical professionals. This podcast is created with the intention to provide information and education. This podcast is created with the understanding that it does not constitute professional advice or medical services. If you are looking for help in your journey and seek a qualified medical practitioner, or if you're looking for a biological, not meds practitioner, we can help you. Someone who's trained and a licensed health coach and someone that can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health. That's what not meds mission is about. I hope you have enjoyed listening again to this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you do, please feel free to share it with your friends, your colleagues, uh, for the tips of living the biological foundational life and living in the flow. And if you have been listening and love the show, please do leave comments. We love reading your comments. We really do. And you can subscribe to us wherever you hear your podcast. Thank you so much from our heart to yours. Mm -hmm.